join the nation. Racing Nation with James O'Shea. Joining me on the program now to have a look at the Cox Plate meeting from Betfair and RSN and Best Bets, Tim Gill. How are you? Yes, James. The Cox Plate, it's, it's uh, got the anointment of the best two minutes in talk, but geez, other than the last two minutes of this year's grand final, it is actually an incredible <laughs> race, in all honesty. And I can't wait to see it. I think we've got a cracking race. It's a cracking race day. And I think, yeah, without a doubt, being a race purist, this is my favourite race. So definitely excited about Cox Plate Day. You're doing very well to continue to get the D's in, even though we're in the off-season. You mentioned you would do that. You started strong. Yeah, absolutely. We'll, we'll finish We'll finish strong, hopefully, with our tipping this week, like a Petrarca bursting out of the centre or something. But no, I'm no, looking forward to talking to you about this race. And a small and elite field. I love this, the aura of having to get through a selection process into the Cox Plate. And we've seen such wonderful champions win this race. And it is the best race in Australia for mine. I'd love to see the prize money get up to Melbourne Cup plus. At some stage, but I, uh, you know, at the moment, I think it's the true weight for age championship of the world, and I think it's a great addition. All right. Well, what wins it? Let's start there. Uh, it, I must admit, I, I always think I feel pretty confident going into a race like this, but this is probably the least confident I'm ever going to be in, in providing selections. And you know, it's with note that that Gold Trip has got a question mark at the moment. The vets have run the rule on him in the last sort of 48 hours, and there's still a question mark on his soundness to run, so we sort of have a bit of an asterisk about the sprue course. Look, I think it's an interesting race. Darky and Very Elegant were both very disappointing last start. They really should be in the mix of being 1-2 in the conversations for this race. You know, things like that, we see probably it beat some of these horses last start. Um, Moanga coming down from from Sydney, we see Kelsone Mav, who beat horses like Advantage this preparation, and that's an incredible uh, feed in itself, and and then you know you've got the two, the the A gamers. You've got the the three year olds in Animo and Captivant. That uh, look, I I think there's every, every horse has a case, and that's what makes it beautiful about the the Cox Plate. Look, after saying all that, I think my bet's actually going to be two a two way play, two tip Timmy here, and I think that I'm going to tip very elegant to bounce back here, and I'm going to tip Animo to run a huge race. So both of my plays, I think, in that race are going to be those two horses each way. I think we might get a fairly decent price to place on both of those, and I think I feel like both of those will be in the top four, so that gives me the best confidence in my staking slash backing plan in this race is to back very elegant and animo to come back and you know bounce back, arguably. And I think a bit of sting out of the ground, which we may get, may help very elegant, and that's where I'm probably keen. So, yeah, they're my plays. I think it's a really good race. I think it's well worth tuning in. Ten past five um, in Freedom, Victoria. So hopefully, be in a pub for some people to watch it. But yeah, good race, and that's probably the way I'm playing. And you know, Zaki obviously a danger, but I just don't think. I think he just looked flat, flat last one, and I'm not sure he's going to bounce back. All right, that's your thoughts on the big one. Very elegant and animo. Let's have a look at your best bets on the program. Let's go to the second. Ladbrokes handicap. This one's over the thousand metres. What do you like here? Yeah, look, a good race here, um, and I think we sort of see a few dual noms, so check scratching before some of these hits. But I'm going to go with the, uh, with a horse I think's got a heap of upside, and three-year-old Colt Starry Legend is my top selection in this race number two. I think he was really good last preparation as a two-year-old against some very good horses. Likes to lead, and I reckon come race two at the Valley with the Rail True, that might be a bit of an advantage with a lightweight of 54 kilos. 
went forward first up at Moynton, the God's Country track of Australia, and was super there in, in a really fast race. I like him here. I think he gets into a good position um, from gate two, and he should be hard to beat. So race two, number 10, Starry Legend on top. Let's go to the third here. It is the Crockett Stakes, 1,200 metres at listed level. Thoughts here? I think we get a really good price here. I was quite surprised after doing my form to see the price of this horse, and that's number two, New York Baby. Look, this is a Phillies listed race here, the Crockett Stakes. Not sure where most of these will go after this race. Could be their last prep, last run this prep, but I think there's a false favourite in mine, and that's number one, Rob Robadora or whatever you say it. But I really like New York Baby. I, I think she got into an unusual position for her last start, where in the same race as the favourite, and and she got way back in that from Barrier Nine, and that was always going to be up against it in that particular race, and. What I think here is she gets back inside to gate five. She's inside that favourite runner. I think Ollie can just put her in a box seat here for a horse that likes to sit up the front. As we see her, as we see her do dominating in both of her uh, first two starts here. So that's the key for me. Draws well. I think she's a really good filly. Uh, gets them upside here. Goes forward and should be hard to beat. Race three, number two, New York Baby. The third of your good things on the program, you think, comes up in the seventh, the Drummond Golf Vars, over the 2,040 metres at Group 2 level. Thoughts here? Kind of the last derby trial here, really, isn't it? With mm. Seth Fairfield, hoping to get into the derby field. And Look, I, I think this is the best bit of the program for me, and that's race seven, number one, Forgot You. This horse is miles, his class is above this field, if I'm honest. One here last, a couple back in absolutely sensational fashion, flashing home to score in a Group 2 level, so arguably the same level in start stakes. Went to the Caulfield Guineas and really just got way too far back there for a horse that likes to run on. And, you know, they went pretty fast up front, so he's probably up against that. But, geez, you watch him hit the line and it was terrific and a, lot, a few people questioned him staying at the mile. So now he gets to 2,000, I think we're all been after, and that's the Savabil Colts and actually wants this sort of a trip. Love him over 2,000 metres. Knows Mooney Valley really well. He's won two from two here. Draws a little bit tricky, but he might go forward from that gate. He doesn't get a lot of time to make a decision and the cop plate starting distance. But, yep, team, best of the day, race seven, number one, four, got you. All right, that's a look at your better bets on the program. Let's have a look at a few uh, value or your value selection, best roughy and best lay. We might go to uh, the best value bet first of all. We go down to race 10, always good to finish with a bit of value. What do you like and a lucky last? Well, we finished beautifully with a bit of value last week at Oxley Road. At the mm. time of recording, we chipped about $9, and, geez, a couple of it jumped at three. But anyway, I got an early price, so I'll have a stagger for that. But let's look at the last, and I think a good value comes up in number six, Star Rail. And a few things I'm banking on here is this is a get-back-and-run-on mare. Um, she does draw inside, so you suspect that the price is going to stay pretty good because... That's not a great draw, but what I feel like is going to happen is Craig Williams might just get it back enough that he might still be able to get off the rail, and potentially later on in the day, the rail might not be as great as the position as what might be the middle of the track, and so I feel like she might run over the top of them. So kind of that's a few ifs and buts and maybes, and that's why she's a better value, better the program, but I'm going to go out and get out stakes as a, as a good, good each-way play in the last, and that's race 10, number 6, Star Rail. Let's have a look at your best roughly on the program. It's right in the middle of the program, race number five here. Point Motors, the Phillies classic over the mile at Group 2 level. Yeah, absolutely. This horse deserves to be a roughly in this race because it is a maiden in the Group 2 level for some very, very handy fillies. But that's down the bottom, number 12, Native Girl. So Black's booked this horse two from two now, and she was terrific first up. 
um, got in heaps of trouble late and just flew home when she got clear. Went to sale, stepping up in trips and literally cut and paste. Unfortunately, exactly the same thing happened where she got got out slowly, got into a tricky position, but when she found the line, it was extraordinary. So I think it just ticks a lot of boxes getting to, to 1,600 metres and, and kind of draws towards the outside, which allows Linda Meach to get her one out of, and, and be able to stoke the fire when she needs to. So I thought that was a good play. Race 5, number 12, my best roughly of the day, Native Girl. All right, and now the best lay of the day. What do you think can't win, which is the one you're willing to risk? We run a bit of fire with our best lay of the day, so I need to keep the momentum up here. But, yeah, it's, it's a tricky one. I think there wasn't a, a standout favourite that I was nervous about. But the one I'm probably going to land on, a bit of, bit of trepidation because he might come back pretty sound, but that's number 10, Pondus, in race 8, the Hickmont Lloyd Williams horse here that's probably going to go out as favourite. Look, stepping up at 2,500 metres for a horse that, that basically died in his run last start um, after going forward first up, at, uh, at Flemington. Now, this horse, you remember, did run an Australian preparation last spring and got through to the Queen Elizabeth on, on stakes day and a couple of other good races. But I, I feel like he might just need another run to hit his best straps. And I think in this field, drawing inside, he's going to probably have to go forward. And that found him out last time. So I kind of feel like this might end up being a swoopers race. And that's why I'm going to make him the lay of the day. Race 8, number 10, Pondus. Pondus is the lay of the day. Now, with Betfair, Spring, plenty of people looking for who they should wager with. Why should they choose Betfair? Look, absolutely. Of course, the best value and the best price of BSP is always much percentage better than the corporates, but the key thing this spring is we've got a special on Saturdays. If you bet early, you'll get a very good discount on your rebate, so that's the key between 9.30 and 10.30 a.m. in the morning. Gamble responsibly, of course, but yeah, you get on early, you'll get a discount, of, you know, it's all but free, should say, discount on your commission rate. So yeah, jump on early, put some liquidity in the market, bet with Betfair, which is the best prices around, and looking forward to a super Saturday. Yeah, absolutely, it is a super Saturday. Actually, before I let you go, for those listening earlier to our podcast, Manicato Friday night, thought. Uh, look, I think Lombardo just on top for me. It's a, it's a. Competitive group one, probably a good safe word to use. Um, it's not the superstars we're probably used to seeing in a race like this, unfortunately. Programming of, of races in Sydney that are running for very big money is up against it, so you probably get a, you know, the B grade group one. But yeah, I think, look, I, I like number, number six Lombardo in terrific form, this horse draws a really good gate in gate three, so I think he's going to be right in the mix in a pretty fastly run race. And I, I think if anything beats it, a bit number 12, sneaky five. This filly is terrific, and she's got a heap of upside, so she might be the one at a stupid lightweight of 51 kilos that upsets them all, so that's the key. All right. It is a fantastic weekend of racing. Very much looking forward to it. As always, Tim, thanks for joining us, and hopefully we've helped the punters find a few winners. Uh, ditto, James, and of course, can't say leave without saying D's are premiers. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, they are. Absolutely, they are. Yeah, they'll, they'll still be next weekend. See you, Tim. Yeah. Racing Nation with James O'Shea.